Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, Certified Lymphedema Therapist and the host of Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of Lymphedema Podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each week, I discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better the journey ahead. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. Hey everyone, welcome back for episode 23 of Lymphedema Podcast. Summer is here, and if you are like me, you're planning your summer travels. Extended vacation or staycation, weekend road trips, cross-country flights, an all-inclusive cruise to a beautiful beach, or a classic train ride. However you prefer to travel, lymphedema should not stop you. Medical safety should be considered before you book a two-week cruise to Aruba, so be sure to consult your physician first. Medications and pre-existing conditions should be taken into consideration when considering how long the trip should be. Can you best tolerate a two or three day trip? Maybe you wanna take a road trip instead of a cruise or even fly directly to your destination to decrease travel time and the amount of time in the air. Road trips are a good place to start. I personally am not a good road partner. When we travel, I want to get to my destination as quickly as possible. It may be hard to tell by the sound of my voice, but I do not like to sit and just forget about sitting still. A good six to eight hours is about all I can tolerate on a road trip. And as long as you don't live in Texas, you can actually go to another state or even multiple states in that amount of time. When road tripping for travel, keep these five things in mind. One, Take advantage of rest stops. Even if you don't like or want to stop because you are like me and you want to get there, take advantage of the break. Stand up, walk around, adjust your garment or bandage if needed, and get something to drink. Two, while in the car, do some exercises. Assuming you are not driving and said exercises won't cause a wreck. For leg lymphedema, ankle pumps, butt squeezes, marching in place, and ankle circles are really good options. For arm lymphedema, making fists, bicep curls, touching the roof of the car, raise the roof, (laughs) and punching the air or air cycling with the arms are really good options. Diaphragm breathing for two to three reps is a good option for any form of lymphedema. If possible, while driving, do some light self-MLD as needed. You can activate the head and neck region easily while sitting, as well as reach the inguinal and axillary lymph nodes. Of course, you won't be able to reach every point of your affected body part while sitting. If there's the option to sit in the back seat to stretch out, then maybe you could reach the harder to reach places in that position. Four, this might be my favorite travel tip of all time. Sing. Isn't it just the best part of a road trip? 
Singing loud stimulates the diaphragm, and the diaphragm stimulates the thoracic outlet, which returns the lymphatic fluid from the lower half of the body up to the heart. Here it's reabsorbed, circulated, and eventually urinated out. Five, wear comfortable clothes. I almost didn't add this tip because it seems like most people travel in comfortable clothes, but it is worth mentioning. If you need to wear something nice to your final destination, leave time to change in a hotel before arriving. Otherwise, wear loose-fitting clothes that aren't going to bind or bunch while you sit. We all know flying for travel is the fastest way to get to faraway places, but it requires its own certain level of pre-planning before arriving at the airport. One, consider your luggage. Carry-on versus checked bag. If your routine includes pneumatic compression, you likely want to pack that in a checked bag. I recommend a layer of clothes on the bottom of the suitcase, then place the pump unit on top and surround the unit with the pump sleeves. After that, cover the unit and sleeves with more clothes to cushion the pump as best as possible. It can be an option to pack your bag in a carry-on suitcase so that you can store it in the overhead bin. Just prepare for TSA to rummage through it as it is an electric device that's going through their scanners. Two, TSA considerations. Have your doctor or certified lymphedema therapist write a letter on official letterhead stating your condition and need for the supplies. It's likely they will bump you to pre-board and potentially give you a lighter pat down in security. Three, consider which garment is best for you. Compression is a must, especially when flying. If you're wearing the layered bandage wrap, you will likely get a pat down and some questioning when you go through security. If possible, wear a compression garment that's low profile under your clothes when going through security. And if you prefer to be bandaged for the flight, get to your terminal early so you can bandage. Airports often have family restrooms that are larger or even a nursing room for new mothers that you could borrow for a few minutes to wrap in private. Four, if you normally wear open toe leg compression or a gauntlet for hand compression, consider wrapping the fingers and toes. Lymphatic fluid takes the path of least resistance and while in flight, the cabin pressure may push fluid to the fingers and toes even though that's not a normal swell spot for you. Five, because the cabin pressure when flying is less than the atmospheric pressure, it's recommended to wear a grade compression higher than normal. If you have upper extremity lymphedema, that would be a 30 to 40 arm sleeve or 40 to 50 leg sleeve for lower extremity lymphedema. Often head and neck lymphedema patients are not encouraged to wear a face mask for the risk of causing tension on a plane. If you have head and neck lymphedema, wear your compression garment for about an hour or two before the flight, take it off when going to the airport, and do self-MLD during the flight. After you've landed and you've left the airport, wear your compression garment again for a few hours to get rid of any residual swelling. That should help manage the head and neck lymphedema when flying. Six, hydrate by drinking water and wearing lotion. The pressure in cabins is very dry. 
Plan ahead by applying lotion liberally the day of and by drinking more water than usual the day before. Seven, ask for a seat on the exit row as long as you are capable of assisting in the event of an emergency. If you are not physically able, request an aisle seat for a little more legroom or upgrade if possible. Eight, wear comfortable clothing that's not too tight, too hot, or bunches when sitting. This can cause you to be uncomfortable for many reasons. Dress in layers if you tend to be cold, so you can take off a light sweater if you're hot, but you can't take off heavy pants if you get hot. That would be awkward. Nine, leave the space under your feet clear of any baggage. This will give you legroom to do some exercises while in flight. Of course, if you're sitting in the aisle seat, you have the opportunity to stand and walk more without disturbing others on your row, but it's important either way to stand up and walk about once an hour during flight. And 10, enjoy the flight. Look out the window to see the clouds, watch a movie on the free app, most airlines offer it, or listen to an audiobook or your favorite album. Whatever you prefer, just enjoy the chance to travel and get away. So this April, I actually went on my first cruise ever. And while I didn't love it, it did prepare me to have more experience for this episode. Cruise ships often have so many amenities, you forget that you are on a boat. Unless you're like me, and you get motion sick, and then you for sure know you are on a boat. From the food to entertainment options, you will definitely stay busy. These are my cruise ship tips. Hmm, say that five times. These are my cruise ship tips when you have lymphedema. One, keep your routine. Continuing your CDT is very important. Yes, you are on vacation, but your lymphedema never takes a day off. Some good ways to keep your routine is to join the daily exercise class they offer. Often it's Zumba or yoga, but it could also be a step or water aerobics class. If you pump daily, bring your pump. If you wrap or garment daily, wear them just as you normally would. Stay active, continue your manual lymph drainage, and wear compression. Two, enjoy yourself, but not too much. The cruise buffets are famous for their endless options. Eat good. Your body will thank you. Enjoy some splurges, but don't post up at the all-you-can-eat soft serve machine. Speaking from experience, soft serve and motion sickness do not go well together. Eat fresh fruit, vegetables, and a variety of other delicious foods while trying to stay away from a lot of dairy and breads on the buffet line. Most breads have gluten in them, and gluten causes an inflammatory response. And the same with dairy. Most dairies, if not all dairies, cause an inflammatory response, which can be hard on our systems. Three, this is not a scientifically proven statement, but I have seen it work on my patient more than once. While I was on my cruise this last April, I learned that cruise pools are ocean water pools. The water is drained every night and then filled again every morning. Probably for cleanliness, but also probably just to keep drunk people from drowning on the boat at night. My point here 
is that a patient of mine swears that when she goes to the beach and gets in the ocean, her arm lymphedema goes down. Her measurements the day after arriving home from the beach have confirmed her claim. So, swim in the salt water and then wear compression to maintain the effects of the salt water. Another fun way to travel in the summer is by train. I know that there is a train that goes from Texas all the way to Chicago, and there's potentially a train that goes from the east to west coast, and I just don't know about it. The same rules apply when traveling by train. Make sure you're maintaining your routine, continuing your MLD, and you're staying active. Get up and walk at least every hour, and do any sitting exercises that don't draw too much attention to yourself. Fist squeezes, bicep curls, ankle pumps, marching in place, those types of things are pretty easy to hide. So to recap, I want to mention some general vacation tips. First, maintain your routine. Bring your pump, bandaging supplies, and any garments you may need on your trip. Make time in your day to rest, elevate, exercise, perform your MLD, and apply compression. That sounds like a lot, and truthfully it is, but if you're used to this routine already, it will be easier to follow. I don't recommend starting a routine while on vacation. Two, the more water you drink, the more you flush your lymphatic system, hydrate both with lotion and water. Your skin and organs need hydration when traveling. You'll feel better too. Third, avoid extreme heat and prolonged sun exposure. No one ever really goes outside and says, I want to get a sunburn today. So I feel silly saying don't get a sunburn because who intentionally wants one? The main point is to avoid getting too hot or being in the direct sun for too long. Wear sunscreen, a light long sleeve shirt or cover up, and take frequent breaks from the activities to cool off. My fourth and final tip is to just go somewhere. Go somewhere amazing and breathtaking or just stay close to home. It really doesn't matter as long as you're giving yourself the much needed break from reality. Thanks for listening to Lymphedema Podcast. I hope you enjoyed learning something new today. Mother Teresa says, loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more about planes, trains, and automobiles traveling during the summer. Email me with your story if you would like to share, lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com, or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode.